Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Welcome in, everyone. Episode number 56 of the Life Coaching for Men podcast. How is everybody doing? Yes, I am back from Belize. I appreciate everyone who's listened to the last two weeks. I've had several emails and texts and calls uh, about the podcast and about our vacation and how that went and well wishes and saying it was good to hear that I had taken a little break. So thanks for all that. But uh, it was as advertised. I'll just say that. Um, We went to Placentia. Uh, It's our second time we've been there, and I already look forward to going back. Uh, One of the highlights of the trip, um, and I'll be honest with you, I wasn't, and I might have said this on, on one of the earlier podcasts, I wasn't real crazy about the fishing expedition that my wife was real crazy about. And in true normal fashion, she was right, and it was spectacular. Um, I will tell a funny story in just a second, but long story short, we stayed within the reef. There's a barrier reef, you know, that runs all the way down from Mexico all the way through Belize and keeps going, and um, just unbelievable, um, cool barrier reef. We snorkeled that the last time we were there, but this time we did not. We fished, but we were inside that, so the, the water was fairly calm. And uh, had my Dramamine and everything was good. And so was really, um, it just was just was fantastic. It was a fantastic day. But we get out there. We were about 11 miles out. And you basically troll fish, right? You throw, you throw the bait in and then you, it just kind of trolls behind the boat. And you do it on both sides. Well, anyway, we got into king mackerel. And I had never fished for king mackerel before. But you talk about a lot of fun. We, uh, we really had a good time. The, the closest thing I can tell you, if you've ever rock fished before uh, or stripe bass fished before, it's kind of like that. They're, they're big. These are big kind of fish. But if you know what those kind of fish kind of fight like, um, it was similar to that. But we, we caught 18. It was just a really good day. Uh, caught 18. My wife caught the first one. So I give her kudos for that. And I caught the biggest one. So I give myself kudos for that, right? And uh, and we really just had a good time. So um, highly encourage you if you get a chance to ever go to Belize and especially Placentia. Just we we just really really love that. But as we're walking up to the the dock, we literally stayed right on the beach and and the the fishing excursion. The the captain of the the boat, if you will, just kind of came right to our dock. And so we all we had to do was walk out and get on the boat and. As I'm looking, I see the boat coming, and I said, well, the boat's out here, so we need to go, and it's my wife and my sister, and so we start walking, and um, my wife goes, our boat's not out here. I said, oh, yeah, it is. It's just right over there, and she goes, that's not our boat, (laughs) and I said, I'm telling you, that's our boat, and so you can imagine it was about a, 
I don't know, 18-foot fiberglass boat that looked like it was from 20 years ago with a vinyl canopy on the top, right? And you kind of fish from the front and captain's in the back and all that stuff. But she had seen pictures and she thought it was going to be one of these sweet looking, you know, all white, about twice the size, you know. I don't know if she thought there was a bathroom on board, but there was not. Um, but anyway, it was, it was a funny story to, to watch her eyes and her, see what her perception was, right? I did a podcast several weeks ago, perception versus reality. There was a big difference between her perception and, and what was reality, but we ended up having a great time. And again, would encourage you to go if you ever get the chance. So this week I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about imaginary conversations, the imaginary conversations that you have with yourself, in your own brain, probably daily, right? For me, I can, a lot of the time, I, I have I have these imaginary conversations in the shower, right? I've, I've secured several different, you know, roles in the shower. I've interviewed for jobs in the shower. I've, um, I've hired people in the shower. I've fired people in the shower. You know, I, 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 I can be very hard on myself with these imaginary conversations. Um, and then I have to, I have to really watch that. So what I want to encourage you this week is to notice where these imaginary conversations are coming up because we're all having them, right? It's like the old saying, well, don't talk to yourself. And, and well, we all talk to ourselves and I want to encourage you to start answering yourself, right? I want you to have these conversations. I want you to notice what's going on in your brain, notice the conversation, then actually start having a conversation with yourself, right? About these conversations. Now, if you think about the fact that we all do this, right? We all have these conversations and nod your head if you're with me, right? There's nobody out there listening that's not had or, or constantly or consistently has imaginary conversations. We might as well make them useful, right? We might as well make them useful for us. How many times do you notice that you have an imaginary conversation and it just dwells on the negative? Or it dwells and brings up anxiety within you, right? And then you want to replay it over and over and over again. And then sometimes you notice you've had these imaginary conversations and maybe it's a conversation like you want to have with, with and, and I'm going to give you a couple examples here in a minute, but maybe it's a conversation that you want to have with a spouse or significant other and, and you know, you're, you're telling yourself this story. And in fact, you haven't even, right, you haven't even addressed it with the person. I was working with a client this week and he's a, he's a younger client. I've got a couple, you know, 20-something young, younger clients and uh, it was a conversation that he needed to have with his with his dad. And it was something that was just, you know, was just really bugging him. And, um, you know, he had replayed and rehearsed this over and over and over in his mind and and how, you know, anxious he was about this conversation and how he didn't know what his dad was going to react and how the, you know, what the impact of this was going to be. And, and one of the things we talked through is, you know, I asked him the question, have you even, have you even addressed this with your dad before? Well, no. Have you even broached the subject? Well, no. And I won't tell you what the topic was, but the topic was pretty insignificant. But he had built it up so much in his mind of the anticipation and the agony and the worry 
of really what it boiled down to was letting his dad down, right, and disappointing his dad, and he hadn't even had the conversation yet. This guy's driving himself nuts, right? So how many times have you done that? How many times have you have you went over and over and over with this imaginary conversation, and you haven't even you haven't even broached the subject with the person? You know, for some of you, it's it's a conversation you need to have with your kid. You, you're nervous to talk to your own kid about a certain subject or whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is, but you're nervous about that because you're scared of their reaction. But you haven't even had the conversation. You've not even talked about the subject before, right? So notice what your brain is doing to you. Notice what these conversations are doing to you over and over and over again. I'm working with another client this week. And he's got a potential job that he's interested in. The job's been posted. He's got another job that's in, in a similar department, but a different department in the same company. Uh, he's only worked there for a couple months, but this particular job fits him to a T. Like when he reads the job description, he thinks this job has been written for me. Like I think that this is the job that I could stay in long term at this company. And he's already talking himself out of why he shouldn't apply for this job, right? He's only been here a certain amount of time. He doesn't want to make his current boss mad. What if he tells him and then all of a sudden the company's angry? What if, what if, what if? And as we back this thing back up, I said, yeah, but what if we turn this around and what if it's a positive? Like, what if this job was written for you? What if the company has been looking for you to fill this role? You know, he knew his boss well enough to know that the boss was for him, you know, and for all of, of it's a she, all of her employees, um, you know, moving forward in their careers, regardless of where it is. And I said, you know, you already kind of know that, right? And if you want to continue to work for this boss and you want to continue to put everything that you have into this company anyway, wouldn't you rather find out if they want to support you in something like this? And we go to worst case scenario. What's the worst thing that can happen? They say, no, don't apply, right? You know you're doing a good job in the current position. You're actually thriving in the current position. Why would you not look at it? And why would the, the person that, that is either hiring or, or your immediate boss, why would they not want to promote you throughout the company? Because you're too good? You know, so what is that conversation that's that's going on in your brain and what is it about your current situation that might be holding you back or what is it about your current situation that might be causing you anxiety? Think about a conversation that maybe you need to have with your spouse. Maybe it's a recurring theme. I don't know. Maybe it's something that's never happened before. Maybe you're dealing with an ex that you can't get over. Maybe you're dealing with a friendship that you need to have a difficult conversation with. Maybe you just need to have a great conversation with someone and tell them how much you appreciate them, but that just brings so much angst and anxiety. What is the imaginary conversation that's going on in your brain about that? Right? Think about a conversation that you need to have with your significant other or your spouse and how much dread you can dream up in your own head without even having the conversation, right? Without even knowing the outcome, without expecting the best from the other person. You say, well, wait a minute, Darren. I've seen this before. This plays over. It's, it's the same story over and over and over again. Maybe so, but you're not giving the other person credit 
for this current conversation you need to have, nor are you giving yourself credit for this current conversation you need to have because you're looking for and expecting the worst with this conversation that you keep playing over and over and over in your head. And I know right now some of you are nodding your head with me. You're like, man, he's exactly right. How does he know this? I know it because I do it too, <laughs> right? I'm human just like you. And so I have to, I have to practice these tools that we talk about each week, and I have to say, no, wait a minute. This is just a conversation that I am literally making up in my brain. Now, let me tell you, for years and years and years, I didn't realize I was doing this to myself. I just thought this was how kind of life worked and how I worked and just how I was, and I thought, well, this just happens to me, right? These conversations just happen to me. And then with a lot of work and a lot of dedication and a lot of intentional thinking and intentional watching what my brain has been doing to me, I have realized over time that, wait a minute, I have a choice in this. I have a choice in this dialogue. I have a choice in how this story plays out, right? So here's some things you can do when you figure out or when you notice that you're you're having these conversations. So this week, as you as you start to notice these conversations, because now that we've talked about this, hopefully your alar- alarm will be up, right? Your radar will be up. You start having this conversation. It'll go ding, 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 ding. Remember the podcast. Remember what he talked about. Remember what he said. Here it is. Here's my moment to shine, right? Here's this conversation that I'm having with myself. So ask yourself right off the bat, is this conversation that I'm having with me useful? Is it useful? Is this a useful conversation for me to have? And it is, and is it a good use of my time and my brain power? Because that's a great question. Because if it's useful, then you can keep chasing it a little bit, right? And you can kind of play out the scenarios. If it's not useful, that's a good time to go, whoa, 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 whoa. We need to flip this, right? We need to change this. Also, as you're asking yourself, is it useful? Ask yourself, is it true, right? Is this true or am I just totally making this up, especially when you think about an outcome, right? And especially when you're thinking about an outcome with another person. The story that you're telling yourself, is it true? Is it true? And and do you know for a fact that it will come true as you're telling yourself the story, right? What are the different endings? How could this also play out? Okay? So notice those two things. Ask yourself if it's useful. Ask yourself if it's true. And then begin to reframe it. Begin to reframe the conversation you're having. So if it's a negative outcome, you, you just flip that, right? Flip it to alternate and alternative outcomes that you could have even if you can't get all the way to the positive go on and get to somewhere that's neutral have a neutral outcome that is much better than having a constant and consistent negative outcome okay get to a neutral spot if you can go on and move from neutral to positive then do that right go on and move the needle to where you can say oh this could happen as a result of this conversation. XYZ could come out of this. These are all of the beneficial things that could happen. 
go on and ask yourself, what's the worst thing that can happen, right? Worst thing that can happen, I get in a fight with my spouse. I get in a fight with, right? That's the worst thing that can happen. He or she walks out. They walk out of the room. They leave. They get hurt. They get upset, okay? But you can go on and go there, see what the worst case scenario is, and then play that back and, and again, reframe the whole conversation to where you can make it as positive as you possibly can. But do not allow yourself, hear me out here, do not allow yourself to dwell on an imaginary story unless you can control the outcome, right? And you're like, well, how can I control the outcome? If you're leading a meeting, if you're doing something in a leadership role, if you're doing something at work where you're the boss, you're the leader, and you are orchestrating, right, the meeting that you're going to have, you can play that out. I talked about a podcast early on, how to have a difficult conversations. We talked about this role play in your head. That's a great time to do this. It's a great time to have that imaginary conversation if you can control the outcome. But if you can't control the outcome completely, right, or at least 80%, then you need to really be careful on what you let your brain consistently think on because what you let your brain consistently think on, you eventually become, right? We know that. What you consistently dwell on, you eventually become. And so that's why it's so important that you become that really masterful watcher of your thoughts because this is it to a T, right? When you can start watching what your brain's doing to you, watching what those conversations are, watching how you react to those conversations, noticing what happens in your body, you know, we talk about a lot about feelings on this on this podcast. Think about the imaginary conversations that you have and then notice the actual physical sensations that happen in your body. If that doesn't tell you that your thoughts lead to your feelings, <laughs> I don't know what does because you can produce that feeling of anxiety just by having an imaginary conversation with yourself and nobody else is around. Nobody else knows you're having the conversation. Heck, maybe nobody else even knows you're going through what you're going through or that you're having this angst about this conversation, and yet you are completely torn up inside, right? You're completely torn up inside because of the way you allow your brain to just ruminate on this negative, negative, imaginary story. So I want you to start noticing that this week. Notice what your brain's doing to you. Understand that you can change the script. Remember, folks, you are the author of your own story. You are the author of your own story. Not your mom, not your dad, not your spouse, not your kids, not your best friend, not your ex, you. You are the author of your own story. So you might as well write a good one. You might as well write a good one. You might as well write a good ending to that imaginary story that you're telling yourself. You might as well write a positive and get a positive takeaway from all of those thoughts that you allow 
to go over and over and over. And in particular, when it's a specific story that you're telling yourself, remember, you are the only one who can truly script your own autobiography. Only you. I hope that's helpful for you. Hope it's beneficial. Hope you have a great week. Can't wait to see you back here next Thursday morning. Look forward to it. Take care, everyone. Who is your life coach? If you don't have a life coach that you're working with each week, that's challenging you, that's pushing you to be the best version of yourself, I would be honored to become your life coach. Reach out to me for a simple and easy consult at www.drdarrenwilson.com. Reach out this week, let's connect, and let's grow together. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.